Hey guys, this is Maiku here. I'm just, this is my first podcast. I just had this crazy idea. We did this interview with this amazing woman named Justine Iboni.、Uh, she is the owner of Jet Set Justine. That's a blog that shut down over two years ago. And I wanted to talk to her about the reason why she had shut down that blog. She had over 100,000 subscribers. Um, she was flying, jet setting all over the world, doing the most amazing experiences that brands would pay her to do. And then、uh, she decided to just end it all.、Um, yeah, so I want to know why. I want to know what advice that she had for any upcoming social media stars, I guess, or people that want to start the whole Instagram blogging, YouTuber life type thing. And、uh, yeah, I. I was listening to everything when I was editing it, and it sounded better on the podcast as opposed to a YouTube video. So I'll put it on both, see what you guys like, and here we go. Yeah. Anyways, here we are. Hey, hey. Hey, how's it going? What's up? What's going on?、Hi. This is Justine. Hey, guys. And、uh, we'll, be, Welcome. we'll be doing an、uh, interview type thing today. Okay, guys, so I, we're right now at Justine's place, and、uh, I've known you for about a year.、Uh, and we met through our mutual friend, Marcus.、Mm-hmm. And you just had such an interesting story that I think a lot of people on YouTube, a lot of people that are like small YouTubers, and a lot of people that are like small Instagrammers and things, would just be like, they'd die. They'd like literally kill for that many followers.、Uh, do you want to explain where, where everything started, where you started and everything? Well, I started before Instagram was even created. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like pre Instagram. When you started, that was like. Oh, 09. 09, 2009. 2009. We're like. We're yeah, like 10 years. That's like a whole decade of. A decade of blogging.、Yes. Decade of blogging. I know. I never thought, thinking back to like May 2009 when I started it, yeah. that I would have been in it for 10 years, that it would have afforded me. So many experiences and like changed my life literally. It's just crazy. Like, it was it was an idea, like, a just a mostly. Well, let's start off with <laughs> what did you blog about? What was the thing that、mm. you think made you so unique? So, my first blog was called Whatever Euro Trash.、Um, it's an idea that I had in I would say beginning of university, so four or five years prior to actually starting the blog. I came up with this concept, and my friend and I actually, we started the blog together, and her and I kind of shopped, workshopped this concept of being Euro trash, because I'm Italian Canadian by descent. And, you know, the Italian culture really figures heavily in my life, my everyday life, and I have a lot of friends from high school who grew up with the same background. And, you know, we traveled to Italy together. And so, you know, on those trips during university, we try to think about what does being Italo Canadian mean to us, that identity. And so we created this sort of idea of being Euro trash. I mean, it's very, it was very like of the time. It was definitely like a 21 year old's definition of like life. But、um, I always thought, you know, it would be so cool to have a magazine about being Euro trash or some kind of platform. Where I could speak about that identity for me. And so when I thought about starting a blog, it just made sense to call it whatever Euro Trash five years later. Cool. Okay. The big thing that you did in the last year, 
was that you decided to like just I want to say just drop everything you decided to let go of the blog let go of the Instagram let go of how about you explain your words like what exactly happened when did it happen let's start with when when did you decide to make the move I would say 2016 spring was really when the universe started to be like are you gonna listen like okay but, but I didn't listen. What was the sign? Like, what was the sign that the universe... <laughs> shit just started going really bad. Like, shit just started going wrong. And I was focusing on the wrong things. I had the worst clients. I had just, like, fears, insecurities. Um, you know, um, I wasn't seeing eye to eye with the people that were on my team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought I need to change my team. Or I thought maybe, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll quit. Those, those ideas were kind of percolating. Um, and then I kind of gave it one last shot. A friend of mine started a management company and, and, you know, her and I really had the same, really the same values, the same ethos. So I thought, okay, maybe this is it. Maybe if I join her company, you know, things will be okay. And they were for a little bit, but I really, it just wasn't my truth anymore. And it took, it took really the universe being like shaking me to realize it, like, I thought, you know, over the holidays of 2016, 2017, I was going to, you know, practice mindfulness because I was so stressed. I was a monster. Like, I was so irritable and angry at the world. I hated the money that I was making. I was making the most money I could ever even dream of in my life. And I hated it. I hated what I had to do for it. I felt like I had no, I had no autonomy. I felt like I had, my creativity wasn't worth anything. I felt like my creativity was replaceable interchangeable with every single other blogger because you know O'Brien would say well you know this is what we want from you they send you the contract the campaign everything like all laid out mm-hmm. how are you supposed to be yourself if they tell you who you have to be and then you try to say well you know I fought so many battles being like I think you should do it this way I know what my audience wants blah 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 and it was I just got tired of fighting so it really got to that point where I was just exhausted and I knew I needed a break. And then yet I started the new year with this crazy idea that I needed to become like this beauty YouTuber, expert, whatever. Like it was like the ego was on overdrive. Okay. And then I coded my site one day in February and there was like this jackhammer upstairs. They were doing renos upstairs and it was like, and I'm trying to code something so silly and stupid. And it was like, I don't know, short circuit in my brain. I just like dropped everything and started screaming. And I just like walked right out. I went downstairs to the concierge. I'm screaming, crying. I'm like, Bleh! come back up. I'm screaming for half an hour. And like after that, I think the energy kind of just took over. And the universe was like, if you're not going to listen to me, then I'm going to give you no other choice. And I was done. After that, I was like, hey, uh, it was very spiritual. It, it wasn't anything to do with, you know, follower counts or making like a smart business decision. There was nothing calculated about the steps I took afterwards. No, it was just action. You it needed was action. Just, it was just finding out what my intuition was. All right. So you had a mental breakdown. Let's just call it a mental breakdown. Yeah. Would right. that be accurate? 
I would say yes. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> so the stresses of social media, everything is happening, all one thing. All the brands are telling you you have to be this model structured thing and if you want to get the money. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. You had no creative control over all your stuff. Yep, yep. So that all led to one cosmetic moment in... I guess that was end of 2016, early 2017. Beginning of 2017, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. beginning of 2017. What were what were the first steps? What did you do? What was the what was the first big moment where you had the jackhammers upstairs? You're mm -hmm. screaming. Was it painful to push the button? Yeah, I mean, well, you know what? I really at that point didn't have a choice. Like it was like I had nothing left in me to give. I had nothing left in me to even be able to make the decision. So I just turned to a friend and, you know, had dinner with my friend that evening. And she was like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And then I was just like, no, I'm not, I'm not fine. Like, I don't know. Today was just a weird day. I'm done. Like, I don't even know what to give. I don't, I have nothing left to give anymore. What was the moment? So the blog itself. You would you ever go back? That's a not as not as like running it as an as a business. No. no. This would be something that's more for fun. Something more that, for fun. Yeah, yeah, I still love writing and in fact, you know, when I ended up <coughs> shutting down the blog, I really missed I missed writing. I missed interacting with my audience. So I started a newsletter actually and that was in October 2017. So we just had our little anniversary because what happened if I could tell the story Go ahead. Yeah. Um, once I started to sort of realize you know through some soul searching and spiritual awakenings and just really a lot of introspection I realized that blogging as a business wasn't my truth anymore and I really needed to focus on my passions of writing and music um, I started to post about it and I'm all, I've always been someone forthcoming with my followers. Sorry, I just spat on you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I've always been forthcoming with my followers. I've always told them exactly what was happening in my life, exactly what I was doing, for better or for worse. I'm like an open book. I can't, I can't not tell you something's happening in my life. Like that's, I'm, I share. I overshare. Because I feel like sometimes, you know, if it's happening to me, someone else has to relate to it, right? So I started kind of opening up and bearing my heart on social media that, you know, it was time for me to move on. And all these women, predominantly women, there were some men, started to message me and ask me, you know, what was happening and what books I was reading and how did I come to this conclusion and that they feel very similar and they're, you know, they admire my courage, but they're also confused by it or whatever. So I started having all these like back and forth email conversations. I was going, you know, for coffees with people off the internet. <laughs> like. Mm -hmm five times a week, like literally, you know, and meeting all these wonderful women. Um, and so, but I was repeating the same story kind of every time and like telling them the books that I'm reading and all this stuff. So that's how I decided, you know what? I miss writing. I miss having that writing where there's the audience right there, right away. When you write a book, it's like, you know, you just add a little paragraph, you add a chapter, you don't add a chapter, you change a chapter, you add more. And there's no audience to kind of receive it. Yeah. And having a decade of that instant reception, changing pace, 
I kind of felt like I missed that, like just writing it in an hour and sending it out into the world. And so that's how I started the newsletter. So I think that that's kind of, you know, for me, sort of scratched that itch of writing very, you know, stream of consciousness, one, one or two edits and just putting it out into the world. Like I write it the Tuesday morning that I send it. I write it that morning. There's no pre, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like I wrote it a month ago and I've been editing it and now it's finally ready. No, it's very off the cuff. Where was I? 2000, so you have the mental breakdown in the end, uh, the beginning of 2017. Mm-hmm. And now we're maybe two years in the future, we're 2019. And, you know, for, there's a very similar story that has happened with a lot of other social media influencers on uh, all, a, step, a lot of different platforms. I am going to name a couple YouTubers. I don't know if you're on YouTube or not. Not really. Not really. So just nod your head if you know who they are. And if you don't know who they are, just stare blankly at the camera. It's perfectly fine. Uh, so one was Ben Brown. Ben Brown had ball palsy where half of his face mm-hmm. was like paralyzed mm-hmm. just because of all the stress of social media. Oh, that, that, was, that happened? Yeah, that, wow. Yeah, that happened. That and he was like, it was like freaking him out. Um, <coughs> he was a daily vlogger. He did travel adventure. And then he just like... He, like, he had ball palsy, and his girlfriend broke up with his longtime girlfriend broke up with him, and just went, and then he just, like, disappeared off of the YouTube platform. Yeah, those are those, that's the universe. Yeah. That's literally the universe being like, hey, you gonna maybe listen? you got to rethink what you're doing, right? Uh, Louis Cole, Louis Cole's been daily vlogging since, I don't know, six, seven years now. He makes, he actually films a video, puts it up every day on the YouTube platform. Mm-hmm. And uh, last I heard, he's been having a lot of, like, stress and he's just completely drained and then whenever mm-hmm. anyone sees him so uh shout out to louis if you're watching uh that is uh we know that you've been all out for the last seven years maybe it's time to take a break uh lily singh lily singh is the most recent one that mm-hmm. i've heard she's uh well she she said that she was just emotionally drained she's creatively drained she's everything under sun and she just wants to take a step back because there's just so many people that are like approaching here to get get to her followers mm-hmm. um so do you, as a person that has gone through this you have two years of events notice beyond all these other people that i know of mm-hmm. um do you have any advice for all these youtubers all these people on instagram all these people that are just blogging on social media uh and and yeah advice well the thing the is when you know this whole idea of social media even started we've just been sort of, I don't know, taking it as it comes. Like we've been making decisions without actually taking a step back to really think about the trajectory. And we have no real, like, I don't even know what the word is, but there's no guidelines on how to be healthy on social media, which I'm writing a book about. But Mm -hmm. um, I think the problem is, yeah, it's like we don't have any spiritual anchors when we're doing the social media thing. And it really like augments a lot of things that are happening that are human conditions, which is like comparison or jealousy, insecurities, feeling like you're not good enough or that, you know, you're gonna you're a failure or other people are better than you or, you know, you need to be this in order to be successful. Those dynamics are hyperbolic on social media. Like it's just amplified. Um, and we don't we're not equipped with the emotional, mental 
tools to even handle it. So it's no wonder that people are burning out. But I think also that a lot of the times it is an awakening of the consciousness. Like it is a human condition that's happening. It happens to happen on social media for some people. But I think really it's like the universe asking you if you're willing to see the true meaning of life, if you're willing to sort of let go a little bit and evolve. Okay. So advice would be figure out what your intention is in your life. Like as Oprah says, what's your intention? Do you have a spiritual anchor? What's your spiritual practice? You know, if you don't have, if you're not tuning into source energy, which runs through all of us, if you're not sort of letting go and letting God, not in a religious way, but in literally universal way, like, this is a source energy. We have higher consciousness. I think the human brain, like we're capable of so much. So you kind of have to, are you willing to really go into that and find the true meaning of life? If you're willing to do that, then you'll succeed no matter whether you want to go back on social media or not. I think it's a spiritual problem. Mm. At least it was for me. And a lot of the people that I talk to definitely can agree and relate to that. Okay. I know a lot of smaller YouTubers. I know a lot of smaller Instagram artists. I know like a lot of different people because in my, I've only been on the platform for about three years now. I think it roughly about three years. 2018 was really a buy year. I didn't, well, I wasn't really on the YouTube platform because I kind of got lost in terms of what I wanted to do what was my intent. Mm-hmm. And then because I didn't know my intent, I didn't know how to proceed. Like why? Ask yourself, really ask yourself. Why do you want to be a blogger? And that answer has to be your anchor. And that answer can't change. You kind of, it can evolve, but you know, I think the problem is when you start out, you think automatically you're going to be the next Kiara Ferragni. I mean, I thought that <laughs> when I started. Mm-hmm. She was starting and I literally measured my success vis-a-vis what she was doing. Um, and that's a very dangerous thing to get into because she was exploding and she was popping and uh, and I wasn't. So that's really a very dangerous cycle to get into firsthand, but it's also completely normal. I think um, educating yourself a little bit about how addictive social media is, I can recommend some books um, that really, one, one that's really great is called Irresistible by Adam Atler. And uh, it talks all about the actual creation of things like the like button and how it's akin to um, giving you like a dopamine hit. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of stuff that's going on, you know, the algorithm and things like that, that it's really good to be aware of that when you're comparing yourself to other people or you're not getting enough likes or you're not getting the engagement to know that it's not because you're not worth it. It's because literally the platform is made so that you put in advertising dollars to get those eyeballs, right? 100%. YouTube, face, Facebook, 100%. Facebook yeah. and Instagram, pay to play. it's pay to play, pay to play plus, um, what was I going to say? No, it's pay to play. It's 100% pay to play. And that's what most of the people are doing on the platform. I yeah. Think. Number two, are you going to be changing yourself so that you can become popular? Because I'll tell you one thing, I did that 
I decided, you know what, F it. Why am I going to fight to be able to be myself? Like, I was having all these battles because I wanted to be the crazy person that I am. I, want, I love to swear. I love, you know, to be very, you know, open about my sexuality. I love to just tell it like it is. I'm not PC. Never was, never will be. And um, for, one, for one particular client, I... I sold out. I was like, okay, fine. They want, they want perfect PC. Then I'll be that. I'll be the, the good girl. You yeah. Know? Um, and then I became interchangeable with everybody else. And once you do something because it's the reason you want to do it is because it's on trend or you think that this lifestyle that everybody has is going to make you happy. Once you put your happiness outside of yourself, it's very dangerous because all of a sudden, A, you might have some success because, you know, you're doing what's on trend. But once the trend changes, you don't have any originality. You're not... You're lost in the crowd. You're lost. You're just, you know, like as Pirandello would say, uno nessuno cento mila. One, no one, and a hundred million. You're, mm-hmm. You know, there's no originality about you. When you're original, not everybody's going to like you at first. But when you're original, you are irreplaceable. And then once you start to find your people and the people who resonate with truth, because that's what people resonate with. We can see fake gimmick. You're trying to get likes. You're trying that that shit is so freaking obvious. You know what I mean? And yeah, sure, the algorithm might pump you up for a little bit, but there's it's not sustainable. And you know what? If you want to have success in life, you have to be. You have to tell the truth. You have to be truthful. You have to be aligned with your soul's purpose. Like as Oprah would say, well, I love Oprah. But she says, um, when being successful in life truly means when the personality lines up to serve the soul's purpose, when it becomes subordinate to the soul's purpose. Um, and that's, that's truth. That's something you cannot replace that's something that's not a trend so i would i would say you know ask yourself a why you want to do it and and b are you being honest with yourself are you telling the truth um really have those long hard questions like and think about them ask yourself those questions because if you don't have that alignment then you're gonna pause. So we've been talking a lot of the negative things that happen in social media, the psychological effects, blah 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 blah. Um, I want to now focus on the positive. Since you've pushed the button, you've quit. You had two years from today, uh, and you have two years to be able to live new life experiences. What are the biggest positive things that have happened to you for since then and moving towards 2019? So basically, for me, like. I'm going to tell you what it feels like. Like okay. It kind of feels like there have been these this pair of shoes in front of me, like literally right here, this whole time. And all I needed to do was really just step into these shoes. And these shoes represent truly who I am, who I am at the core, like raw, Justine Iboni on this planet, living in 2018, like 2019, coming up. What is that? Who is that? And it's so easy because it's literally, you don't have to try. You don't have to think about who you are. You don't have to forge an identity. You don't have to 
it's fun to imagine about it, but it's not something that's foreign to me. It's, it's just so natural. And you don't have to define it either. Like I felt like after I left blogging, I needed to define what I was doing. I needed to say, okay, now I'm doing music. Okay, now I'm writing a book. Okay, now I have this newsletter. Okay, now I'm gonna be you know, writing this other thing. And I felt like everybody else needed to figure me out. They needed to know what I was doing so that they felt more comfortable. And I realized as I slowly tried to sort of, as I made my way through all these other little titles, let's call them, mm-hmm. I realized that, wait, I'm none of these. I'm everything. I'm all of these things and none of these things. Like, I'm just me. And until I step into these shoes and become Justine Iboni, whatever that feels like for me, I don't need to define it for other people. But that is where my true success lies, is just stepping into these shoes. And as long as I can keep doing that every morning when I wake up, my life has been freaking amazing. Like, I feel, I feel amazing. I'm very happy. I've met so many amazing people. Um, you know, I've had moments of just pure love. And I'm very grateful for that. I mean, there's way more to life than just being popular on Instagram. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yep. Leave a comment below or, you know, do that whole smash the thing. I, I don't really like talking about those things. I feel like everyone says it. Smash what? You know, you know, make sure you le- leave a like. Make sure you comment down below. Make sure you smash that like button. Now you also have to put on that notification bell because YouTube yeah, doesn't yeah, push yeah, the, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. even your subscribe to someone doesn't push it. Um, That's like the Oliver Jeweler style. Yeah. I hate, I hate... Bring me your silver, bring <coughs> me your gold, I'll give you cash. Oh, yeah. Toronto cash reference. Man. The six <laughs> reference here. Cash uh, Yeah, but yeah, do all those things. Well, and I'll see you guys later. Peace. Okay, I think that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Yay.